Welcome to uh, Midday Ramblings with Q, a podcast series hosted by the Untitled Van Life. These are the uh, best intros. I know. Last episode, we mentioned some wizards. We're talking about wizards that have musical powers. And today we are going to be talking about wizards uh, from books written by a lady named J.K. Rowling. And uh, Amy, you are going to be, you're, you're taking the lead on this one. So, uh, so take it away. Take it away. Take it away. Give us a solid Harry Potter intro. <laughs> okay, but quickly, if anyone is confused what this is, this is under the Untitled Man Life Project, the podcast umbrella. It's just our midday yes. ramblings with Q series. So if you're here from the Van Life stories or another one, this is where we ramble with our friend Cusick, mm-hmm. who's on the other yeah. line. Yes. And today we're rambling I... about <laughs> Harry Potter. We basically ramble about whatever we want to ramble about. <laughs> we do. We really do. So we do ramble about whatever we want to. And and I should, uh, yeah, I we ramble. And I know there's only like two listeners, uh, but thank you for listening. <laughs> this is also the main. This is the main way that we also like keep in touch now that they don't live in Nashville. I just like. Let's, yeah, let's that's chat. another Maybe that's we'll another piece it. to this is Cusick is in Nashville and we right now are in Colorado. Yes. So all of these are being recorded not in person. But I should be in Colorado. I agree, listeners. But you know what, Cusick, you need to find that port key I left you and come on out here so that we can As soon as I find talk Harry Potter. As soon as I find the as soon as I find the port key, we will go to the World Cup Quidditch match. Yes. Yes, Cusick. Yes. So yeah, today we are rambling about Harry Potter, the Harry Potter series. Um, mainly the books, I think, is what we're going to be focused. I mean, you could talk movies too, but no, if y'all I want me we're to just take the Harry Potter is, world, like the, the Lego world. game, we play a lot of the Lego game. Okay, you're right. We're on like book well, six. Okay. It is the whole world, Let's so just... that's going to include the books, the movies. The Lego Harry Potter video well, game. But not the world. Not the actual world in Universal Studios. Because though. we've never been there. Because <laughs> we've never been there. So everything in the Harry Potter world minus Harry the Potter world, world <laughs> is what yeah. we're talking about. Um, so we're talking Harry Potter and a lot of Emma Watson. <laughs> yeah, okay. So yeah, yeah, both of y'all got upset when I like kind of put the movies out of it. Y'all were like, no, we want to talk about the movies because apparently we need well, to talk about so Emma much, Watson. Well, it's not so much... It's it's not so much the movies. It's Emma Watson. We got to talk about Emma Watson. But uh, moving on. Okay. <laughs> well, I've only seen the conclusion of the series through the movies too. So that's if we want to get my oh, yeah, complete view on them, I have to inco- uh, incorporate. Oh well, see, that's the seventh and eighth that's movie. another thing. We we actually we all need to talk about our experiences with Harry Potter because it's very each of us have a different experience with the we books. We do. And and secondly. <laughs> Other than maybe our first music podcast where we just talked about the music that we grew up with, this is like our most um, millennial podcast. Room <laughs> I feel like it's just like because millennials grew up with the Harry Potter books or like the most people. I actually did not read the books because I wasn't allowed to because uh, of the religious upbringing. My church was anti Harry Potter books. But um, yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter! <laughs> Harry Potter! Harry Potter! Okay, Harry Potter. We're back. Okay, uh, so what were you saying, Amy? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, excuse the little break right there. I had to change some batteries real quick. But before we go any further into this, I think it's important to note, and this is very obvious, there are Harry Potter spoilers all over this episode. 
So Spoilers. If you don't want three syllables. Anything spoiled in any kind spoiled. of capacity of Harry Potter, books, movies, Lego Harry Potter game, then do not continue listening to this show. Ready for the spoilers. And if you don't already know the spoilers, I, how does that happen? If you're living in the world today. Yeah. Everyone, and, and honestly, yeah. if you don't know them, just guess. Come on. It's Harry Potter. To be He's honest, not going to die. To be honest, if you've if you've never watched or heard of Harry Potter and yet you're listening to this podcast, well, first of all, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Second, um, second, send us an email and let us know what you thought. <laughs> and third, yes, thank you. Thank okay. you for listening. Thank you. Okay, so I want to start by what was everyone's first memory of Harry Potter? Like, when did you first remember either reading it or seeing the movie? Whatever you did first, what was it? Uh, I don't know which one came first for me, but my... The book or the movie? Yeah. Okay. I kind of want to lean towards saying it was the movie, because I have a very vivid memory of, like, going to see the movie over either Thanksgiving or Christmas, like, in Memphis, Mm -hmm. with, like, the fam, and it was kind of like, you know, everyone considers Harry Potter, or some people consider Harry Potter Christmas film, or Christmas movies. You're the only person I've ever heard that. <laughs> okay, but I've I've heard their winter films. Their winter, they always came out fair. like right that's around fair. Thanksgiving or Christmas. Well, that's a and money there's, thing. But there's also always like yeah, a holiday season thing. in them. Because it's a yeah, it's a year round or it's a school year. So yeah, yeah no, it's yeah. fair. Well, but never, anytime they, like like say Rick and Morty does a Christmas episode, it's or they like mention Christmas in the, in an episode. Mm-hmm. It's a Christmas episode now. Yeah. So okay. all the Harry Potter movies are Christmas movies <laughs> i don't know if i backed that up but okay i understand what you're uh, saying anyways i just remember seeing the first one and it was like i was pretty young and uh, i was i was impressed by it it was uh, i liked the world and uh, i was very intrigued and also i was a kid and there was kid actors in it so that was cool i thought i was a hero as well i thought i was harry potter and yeah. uh yeah that's my first one then i remember maybe going to the books after that i don't know which one came first though okay Okay. So you're thinking you saw movies for movie, at least one movie. I remember first. that my first time I've seen the first movie more than reading the first book. So. Okay. Fair. Kiza, what about you? How's that? Okay. Mine is uh, very different. It kind of weaves a little bit. So I think the books came out, or the first book came out. And I don't know. We were probably in like second or third grade. Uh, me and Caleb. Where are we? Is that how young we were when they came See, out? See, I thought I thought I was in third grade. I'm about to pop a drink. When the first one came out? I thought I was in third grade when the first, the first book? book came out, which meant would have meant y'all were in fourth grade. Should we have done I, these? For, we probably should have done some research. I don't know. I felt like the first book came out came out either in like 97 or 98. You could be and right. And that would have been well, so I'll 97 look it up super or 98. Quickly. Okay, yeah, the year that the first one came out. Which, interesting fun fact for people, J.K. Rowling went through 12 publishers that all told her that they weren't going to publish her book, and then she finally got it with number 13, and they made a billion dollars. (laughs) Number, or I mean, sorry, the year is the number 1997. Yep, 1997. Okay, so we were actually in second grade or third grade? Second or third grade. Wow, wow. Um, when that first book came out. So I remember when the book was getting a lot of buzz and um, humorously enough, going to a Church of Christ school 
they didn't they were all about harry potter but my church which was supposed to be the hippie non-denominational church was like harry potter's witchcraft and it's evil <laughs> and my mom uh my mom bought it and she was like you're not allowed to read harry potter she bought it and Even then though, like kept it from you is that what you or said she bought no, 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 into no, no. the idea she, oh she bought into the idea that it was evil and was going to turn me into like some <laughs> Satan worshiper. She was, like, she was against it, so she bought a copy, but then just like kept it from me. No, She's like, you can't no. Read but it. I did. I did. Everyone was reading it, and I think she eventually realized that it was some weird cultural movement. So she, re- <laughs> she you know, she rented. I just love how you worded that. Whatever. Biggest cultural movement since Lord of the Rings. Um, Wait, when did that come out? Well, we, we, we well, the Lord of the Rings, We're the movies came out in 2001, 2002, and 2003. Anyway, uh, <laughs> why you always distracted me with Lord of the Rings and Star Wars and other various worlds that and came Cold before Play. Harry Potter. Yeah, and Coldplay. We're, ta- We're not talking Cold about Coldplay. Coldplay. We're talking about Harry Potter. But X and Y is fantastic. Anyway, so... Harry, um, you're a magician, <clears throat> Harry. After being like, I want to read this Harry Potter book, I also think my mom... Because I was reading a bunch of like anamorph books at that time and stuff, um, <clears throat> and I think you know my mom was like, "Well, it is good that Alex wants to read, and all these other kids are reading this Harry Potter book." So she, I think, I think maybe like a year or two later, after the first book came out, she she rented the first book from the library, and was just like, "Okay, I'm gonna read it to you." It was the last book. Mm. A pe- my mother ever read to me because she hadn't read to me in years but she's like i want to experience this book i want to decide if it's evil or not <laughs> and i'm going to read it to you so that way you get to experience the first harry potter book and i get to dissect it and see if it's full of uh demon worship or whatever um so she read it and uh she was like yeah it wasn't too bad but then she was like i still don't want you reading it it's about witches and and, and witchcraft so I still wasn't allowed to read the other books, and I kind of just like fell off the radar with me. You know, it was just like there's plenty of stuff to read. So I I had had the first book read to me, and I think throughout middle school and high school, I did see the first three films in theaters. I saw the first three films before I read all the other books. Um, and Harry Potter was just like one of those things where it's just like, yeah, this is popular. I don't know that much about it. I wasn't allowed to read the books. And then I just stopped getting interest in reading the books. So then I finally read all the books uh, when I graduated high school, the summer in between high school and college. Like right read, after you moved out of your parents' uh, house, you're like, yes, I'm 18. I'm going to read gonna all read the Harry, all Potter, the Harry books. Potter books. <laughs> Actually, I was 19 that summer, so I could have read them the summer before. And the summer before, the last Harry Potter did come out. And I was working at Target, and I remember so many people coming in to buy the book but some people just came in and literally read the last chapter in the store and then put it on the shelf and left the store and, I, and even i hadn't read the books but i was like what a bunch of fucking assholes <laughs> they're just That's like coming just into a hilarious concept it's hilarious they literally were just like i've always wanted to know what happens at the end of harry potter so they like come into target just read the last couple chapters and they're like okay i know how it ends i don't need to read the book yeah right they were probably just reading it to be able to publish something online more than they wanted to know to the spoil end. spoil it. Yeah, to Maybe. spoil it or to, like, yeah. write a they wanted blog to be about spoil it. it to them. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, Harry Potter is special to me because I did read it in that transition phase from uh, high school to college, but I waited to read all the books uh, at that age. I was 19. So did you reread the, the first one then? I did. At that time, I read all, all seven, and I reread the first one. And how are you doing right now in reading them? Um, you're currently oh, right. reading them. So, 
Are you? <clears throat> yes. So, in, yeah, interesting fact. I re this isn't intentional, but I've I calculated it, and it seems I reread Harry Potter every six years. Six, uh, six, I six. Read it just like Harry or Potter. Roughly six. <laughs> just I, it turns out my mom was right. I'm <laughs> Dude, um, I'm, I mean, no, we're I seeing it. trends here. Is this your third time to read them? <laughs> Every six years. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. It's my it's my third time. Just I be read them careful what happens when you finish the last word of the, the <laughs> seventh book. Make sure you're not in a target. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll try at least. Uh, but yeah, I read them at 19. I reread them a second time at 25, and then uh, last year at 31. I'm now 32, but I'm on the last book. Uh, Dobby died last week, oh, and I haven't take I haven't as had much the, time as you need. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had the energy to pick it back up. Oh, we but, know. Uh, they just. They just escaped um, the Malfoy mansion where Bellatrix was torturing Hermione and Dobby helps him escape, and but he dies in the process. And that's, that's the one book I did not read. I read the first oh, yeah. six, Kate, but I have not Kate, read Caleb, why didn't read you read seven. the seventh book? Um, yeah, I already know the answer, but I do too. Okay, well, we were talking about Harry, Harry Potter spoilers er, earlier. Uh -huh. I mean, like, I caught up to the seventh book before it came out. And by that point, before I, like it had even come out, I was just kind of like over burned out on the series a little bit, specifically Harry Potter as a character. <laughs> specifically the main character. Specifically the main character, I was a little worn thin on. He didn't really offer a whole lot of depth to me, in terms of like protagonists I wanted to really dive into. <laughs> I thought the world was very interesting, but when they when the seventh book came out and it was like, and uh, I mean. I feel like it got spoiled for everyone immediately, whoever read it first. But anyways, I heard the ending and kind of like how it happened. And I was like, I, I don't think I want to read that. So you were one of those Target kids. You, you, you literally, you actually, heard the ending Caleb, and you're like, oh, but I need to read it. I was already Caleb, do, do trending you want an interesting fact? <laughs> yes. Do you want an interest, a very interesting fact? You spoiled the ending of book seven for me and you hadn't even read it because i i remember everyone was reading the end of book seven like i said a year before i actually read them and i remember a lot of people that i went to school with i was at hillsborough at that time i'd already left lipscomb and people were talking about the book and i kept on telling people like i haven't read them but i actually want to read them so don't tell me how it ends and i genuinely did not know how the series was ending and then I remember talking to you, and I was like, oh, did you read uh, book seven? You're like, I don't want to read that stupid fucking book seven. <laughs> Harry Potter lives. You should have died. I said and I was that. like, was you just spoiled the ending the for me. But look, guys, come yeah. on. It was There was a 50-50 shot of even guessing the ending. Either Harry lived or Voldemort lived. They had already, like, sealed that with the whole prophecy, prophecy. thing. So, like, <laughs> yeah, when I heard that, all, I, honestly, I didn't even hear the ending of the book. I just heard that Harry didn't die, that Harry lives. I'm like, okay, well, that, duh. <laughs> So, yeah, and also, spoiler alert, Caleb wants a world in which Voldemort lives. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's what Caleb wants. At least give him a chance. Come on. I'm inclusive. <laughs> give him a chance, He's guys. Been, he was on. given a lot of chances. Oh, Voldemort. He, he was given way too many chances. Like, how did he keep surviving, too? That just wore on me. Because... Yeah. Well, he split his soul into seven parts. Mm -hmm. If you'd read the last book, you'd understand that well, he yeah, was the, the first dark that. magician to split his soul that many times. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, anyways, let's get to Amy, because that's the <laughs> biggest Harry Potter fan here, I think. Yeah, Have you Amy, read the books Amy the most? Easily... Well, right now I'm holding in my hand the first Harry Potter copy I ever bought. And it even has, like, my name in it and my old address and phone number, my house phone number in it. Oh, wow. 
this is like the sorcerer's stone there's a lot of good so energy do you know when in you this got that i do know when i got this book uh-huh. exactly and that's why i thought this came out when i was in third grade is it from the book fair it's from the book fair yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's from the book oh fair. yeah i the remember book fair was the, book shit the scholastic, the scholastic book, yeah. book fair yeah i got so many great books from there yeah no in third grade um i remember when the book fair came and that's why I thought Harry Potter, this book came out when I was in third grade, but I guess, as we determined earlier, I was actually in first grade, so it was two years later. But I guess Harry Potter was still just such a big thing, because I remember, like, this was the book of that book fair. Like, they had, mm-hmm. you know, they, like, set it up in the library, and they had all this Harry Potter decor, and I didn't really, I mean, I'd heard of it, but didn't really know much about it, and I was just like, oh, that looks, that, like, I don't know, that <laughs> looks was, cool. They, they sold you. They did. <laughs> and... A boy Good job, a Amy. Consume. You're a consumer. You're, you're well, meant to really consume. Just, it was this pretty sunset, I think, that got me. No, I don't know. I just, I really didn't have the intention of going there and buying it. I just saw it, and it fell right, and I bought it, and boy, am I glad I followed that intuition. Boy. <laughs> um, so I read the first book, and then I kind of, I started reading them as they came out. So I read, and I wasn't seeing the movies. Re- well, back up. I read the books as they came out. Up until the f- fifth one came out. And then I kind of got too busy and I just stopped. So I read the first four books as they came out. I saw the first movie in theaters. Um, and it was pretty good. But I don't know. I latched more onto the books than I did the movies. I actually did not end up seeing all the movies until just a couple years ago. I was way more into the what, books. Which, which, which movie do you think does the most justice because I, I know the first two movies are probably the truest to the books yeah. but i also feel like the ch- the child acting is kind of cringy now to go back and watch and i <laughs> i think so i think the th- yeah I, th- I feel like the third film is the best kind of medium of like somewhat true to the books they also finally made the child actors read the books so that they knew their characters better is that like, like a fact acting. yeah i'm pretty sure oh, um i don't know if you were just like Daniel- saying that no, I'm pretty sure Daniel Radcliffe and whoever plays Ron, I can't remember the actor's name, had not. Rupert. I think um, <clears throat> Emma Watson probably had because she's nice, responsible young lady, much like Hermione. But um, yeah, Daniel Radcliffe and what's his name uh, did not read Is the Harry Rupert? Potter books, which no one, no one made them. Yes, yeah, so Rupert. Um, and whoever directed the third one, which I mean, like that one has really cool cinematography. They also changed the sounds of the magic. It's kind of got more of a, like a windy sound rather than like a pop and crack sound when they like use their wands. There's a lot of big changes in movie three. You um, can tell. And it, I think you can tell. Yeah. So I yeah, I didn't know if you felt like any of the movies like, like really do. Daniel Radcliffe and. Ron didn't read the books because someone told them the ending before they even got to it. And they were like, yeah, I don't need to <laughs> All read about that. the ending. All about the ending. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I okay. mean, I definitely just always lean more towards the books. And I do the, I don't know why I do this to myself, but like the last few times I've read the series, the books, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to read the book and then watch the movie right after. And every mm-hmm. time I just get disappointed because the books to me are just... They are the top of the mountain. Like, you can't really... I already know... Like, I'm already setting myself up to not like the movies as much. So I don't really know why I do that. I think it might be a better idea for me to watch the movies a little removed from having read the books. Um, Also, I mean, another maybe hot take here. 
because I think a lot of people do like Harry Potter from the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think uh, the movies are, yeah. are kind of shit. <laughs> like, from start so to finish. So even just on their own. Like, like take even, the, yeah. And, take the and books out of it. Take the books out of it. They're just, I think they're just uh, a level below what I would consider, like, a actually, know, like, a I good will, and well-made movie. But I, I think the story say, in the world is very intriguing, and that's what kind of hooked it on. But the, yeah, how, how they, like, go about yeah. telling the story and just the movie making and acting is poor. Overall. Yeah, I mean, I will say very safely that, um, well, yes, books are almost always better than movies. Yes. You know, if it's it's normally like, it's a true feat if a movie can be as good as a book. Yes. Shall we talk about um, Lord of the Rings? Well, I, I mean, that's, that's our perspective. Obviously, there are people that are more visual people who are never going to read a book, and they just want to see the movie. Um, but I think uh, we can all agree that the movie, Goblet of Fire, is a total piece of dog shit like actually dog is too high an animal it's 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 uh what's a really low it's it's there's no hierarchy of animals music they're all amazing if just in the food chain just go by started by an animal whatever animal started coronavirus if one did the bat that the bat bat shit it was bat shit bad bat shit bad or a, a weaver anyway um or a laboratory um yeah that movie is awful i i think the first two movies are like pretty true to the books but the child acting like we were kids when they came out so i don't think we like noticed but if you go back and watch some of the movies that came out when we were kids like the first two harry potter films or the phantom menace that star wars film like the child acting is horrendous it's hard to watch i think i quote that movie all the time by the way the phantom menace (laughs) Do you really? Well, yeah, Amy never gets it. Wait, yeah, because what? Just, you just, you just, I mean, well, Cusick and I would quote it when we play Battlefront Amy, 2 Amy, have time. you tried spinning? You have, <laughs> we you could try spinning. spinning. That's a good trick. That's a, that's a good trick. I don't, exquisite pajamas. I don't know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> exquisite pajamas. <laughs> you don't have to get it. But there's probably, there's if there's a Star Wars listener, you get it. Spinning. That's, that's a good I trick. I mean, Amy dropped a, even dark, a deeper reference. <laughs> Into the Star Wars realm about <laughs> exquisite pajamas. That's her only connection anyway, into inserting a Star well, Wars uh, reference <laughs> right there. Yeah, exquisite we, pajamas. We, yeah, obviously, we are talking about Harry Potter. We should not go too deep into it. I just keep it, on trying I mean, to like, get us off track. But, Lord of the Rings, Star no, Wars, it no, always Star, works. Well, one thing, before we continue talking about Harry Potter, it, for me, even though I enjoy Harry Potter, because I read the books later and it was more separate, I, I genuinely can't think of Harry Potter without thinking about Lord of the Rings and Star Wars, because like, those were the two series that I grew up with more, and like Harry Potter was always kind of just something I heard about around it. Yeah. And then once I also like finally read Harry Potter, there are aspects of its story that remind me of, like well, your general hero's journey, which is kind of Luke Skywalker in the original trilogy of Star Wars. Um, anyway, so we're not going to talk too much about Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, but I personally do <laughs> on our Harry think Potter about those podcasts. two. We won't <laughs> on our Harry much. Potter podcast. But I genuinely do, th- like, I can't help but think of those two series when I think of Harry Potter, personally. That, well, okay. That's a lot of respect to Harry Potter. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's actually a compliment to Harry Potter. But going, comparing the books and the movies once again, as you said... Books are always better, and I just definitely think that's the case. And after reading the books and knowing all of, like, because, like, Caleb, I've heard you mention this, like, a few times. Like, you definitely are really intrigued by the world, and you think the world is really cool. Yes. I think Harry Potter legacy, when that comes out, will be the way I would get into Harry Potter. Yeah. And 
So all that is really cool. So after you read it all and you're like, oh man, I can't wait to see this visually. I can't wait to see this visually. And then it's like not included in the movies or they decided to like totally change it up and just do it totally different than in the book. That's when it gets disappointing. So those are things that really bothered me is the storylines that were left out and things that were not portrayed accurately, which I mean, that's always going to be the case, I think, with a book to movie adaptation. But I do think also, I think the movies... Like, there's no way, like, the fourth, fifth, basically from book four on, they're all so long, there's no way you can include all of that in a movie. Like, it has to be, yeah. at that point, it has to be, like, a show series. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it well, has to be... maybe, I'm not defending these movies, but I will say book seven, they split into two they movies. They did do that. So they were, yeah. they, they were able to fit more into those two films than the ones previous, but... Still, they they missed a lot, and they they did the Elder Wand story wrong mm-hmm. um, in the movies, or like how the Elder Wand works wrong in the movies. So that bothered me. Anyway, but yeah. yeah. Okay, so now you have to compare the books to the Lego video game. Okay. In terms of con- continuity <laughs> and storyline similarity. I mean, if you, it's just, a classic. Just play the Lego Harry Potter. If you can only do one of these three things: read the books, play the game, or watch the movies, just play the game because it is just. Above and beyond, top-notch, great storytelling. Like, just the depth of characters is just so intriguing. The characterization, I mean, I just can't stop (laughs) playing. It's great. It's a fun game. (laughs) It is a fun game. I know, that was all very sarcastic sounding. It is a very fun game, and the characters cannot even talk. So, if you don't know any of the plot, you're going to be very confused as to what's going on in the game. (laughs) But it's it's entertaining how no funny they are. Either. Yeah, no captions. You just kind of have to guess what they're saying, and like not really. Yeah, I don't know. You just have to guess what they're saying based yeah. on a Lego, so his face can't show that much emotion, and you know. <laughs> Those Lego people, though, they do it right. Lego Lord of the Rings is also a great game. Music. We're not going there. <laughs> <laughs> also, Lego Star, Lego Star Wars. <laughs> you know, Lego Star Wars. Yes, they're both good. Anyway. Okay, so just in the world of Harry Potter. Because we like this world. Yes. I think we all have decided and expressed oh, yeah. that we like this world. I do like this world. Oh, yeah. I do I do love the Harry Potter world. I don't like how much JK keeps changing it, but I do like it. Yeah. We like the OG Harry Potter world. Well, so, that's why I'm excited. I dropped the reference for the listeners out there, the two of you who don't know what Harry Potter legacy is. That is what it's called, right? <laughs> I think so. I, last I checked, unless they're, you know, because it, I, have they given the official announcement for the game? Uh, uh, I don't know, but there, I, I looked on the website for it. But anyways, if you're listening to this podcast, you also might be a gamer because we've talked about video games. <laughs> but uh, there's an we open world once. Harry Potter game coming. Um, I think it got delayed to 2022. It was originally scheduled to come out in 2021, but I think that is going to be awesome. I feel like that's the game everyone's I'm wanted excited. since the first, reading the first Harry Potter. Book. I mean, I was really surprised when I, like, put together, oh, there could be a Harry Potter video game. And I was like, I bet there is a Harry Potter video game. Of course there yeah, is. Yeah, you would think there would be a game kind of I, like, like that. thought, of course there is. And then when you were like, no, it's pretty much just the Lego. But I was like, this is it? <laughs> like, this book, this first book came out in 1997. Yeah. And all we have in 2021 is a lego game of it there was like a random offshoot it was kind of like a first person shooter i think for the ps2 that came out uh, did you ever I think I remember that. see that music but uh, i don't think yeah, it was ever was a... something anything crazy 
Yeah, they, it was like a little like spell dueling type game. There wasn't much to it, if I remember correctly. I think there was a Harry Potter like Game Boy game that I never played. I don't know how in depth that was. Yeah, I think that, I think that is correct. Yeah. Okay. Well, in this but. world, there's just lots of really, really crazy and really, really cool things. So we're gonna talk about some of our favorite things from this world. Break Let's it down. do it. You ready? Break it down. Yeah, Ames. Cusick, what is your favorite aspect of the world? That's a broad question. Well, that's, that's that's yeah. I think that's too broad of a question. Uh, my favorite aspect of the world. Okay, well I'll say my uh, answer because I didn't really know. Maybe you can have an answer after you hear mine because, anyways, okay. my favorite aspect okay. of the world is the whole animagus thing. I love. <laughs> Oh. How they turn into animals? <laughs> the idea I, that a person I, I, can turn into an animal. Shit, you need to read animals. I literally then. just what mentioned before I read, or like when I wanted to read Harry Potter, I was obsessed with reading Animorphs, which is literally an alien like shows up and a bunch of teenagers can change into animals, and I thought it was the coolest shit. Yeah, yeah. Amy needs to so, read that. Yeah. The, I don't I don't remember how far there were like a million of those books there were like 50 plus maybe even a hundred oh of is those it kind of like books. like the Hardy Boys type thing? yeah because they could just write offshoots of yeah. like random characters in the yeah, world it just went over and by over. changing the I think I they had so many I different animals well see okay yeah. I love the idea so for those of you who don't know an anime an anim, if you're an animagus or you're an anime guy in Harry Potter you can transform or transfigure yourself into an animal and it, but it's always the same animal it's not mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah, they can't do multiple animals. Yeah. That's Animorphs how Animorphs like if they was too, yeah, right? if they touched an animal. No, Animorphs. It was like they pr- pretty much all of them had a main animal that they would start morphing to essentially. Yeah. But um, it was basically like they would the first book they had to like sneak into a zoo and they have to like touch an animal for like five to ten seconds and like kind of absorb it to be able to yeah. know, change into and it. And they talk about how like they're becoming the animal and. Cool. Yeah, it's, I will it's say this, and after hearing animals. you say all that, Cusick, and uh, after this, I'm gonna have to like look into this. I don't, I know in Harry Potter, being an anime guy was like a, it was hard. There were not a lot in the world, and you had to like register yourself if you were. Yeah, it was hard. You had to and, be a registered and most, yeah. most, most people were registered. There were a handful of people that got it <coughs> under the radar. Serious. <coughs> <clears throat> serious yes but uh like professor uh mcgonagall uh, McDo- uh, mm-hmm. uh she could turn into a cat she was registered though mm-hmm. um so it was known that she could turn into uh that cat but after hearing you say all that with the was it animorphs mm-hmm. stuff animorphs it made me sit here thinking like okay how how did like how do you become an anime or an anime guy in harry potter and i was trying to think and i don't i think it you just learn how to do that's a transfiguration thing and i remember Professor McGonagall tries to teach that, so I think you just have to learn how to do it, and I think it's just really, really hard. Yeah, I I, I don't think they go into too much detail yeah. other, other than it like being an, adva- an advanced thing. Born with it. Um, but the reason why um, Peter Pettigrew, um, uh, James Potter, and Sirius were so good at it was because they were constantly helping Lupin, Lupin when he was young. Yeah. They, they needed to keep him... Um, under control they wanted to yeah under control when he turned into a werewolf and so they kind of like were able to mm-hmm. uh speed up the process by practicing on their own so that they could help their friend who turned into a werewolf uh keep from hurting anyone or uh, getting out and honestly so. that whole storyline is one of my favorite storylines in the book oh yeah i just love yeah. that 
What is so music? I'll ask you again. What's your favorite aspect of the world? Well, I already kind of want to. I'm tempted to piggyback off you because do it. I'm an I'm an animal guy. But actually, as as I was thinking about it, I do. Um, well, up until the last book, because it kind of changes. But um, the one thing that I really like in the first book and uh, throughout the series is the concept of the wand choosing the wizard or uh, witch. Uh-huh. Um, and the fact that, like, <clears throat> you know, um, Harry Potter kind of goes through a process with Ollivander to get his wand and him finding the right wand. And, and all that really comes into wand- play in book seven, you know. It does. A lot of wand stuff and the fact that both he and um, Voldemort's wand uh, share the same... Um, Core. Core, uh, and I just left that he and Voldemort's wand because I thought that was what? funny. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I heard you laugh. <laughs> just sounded funny. Um, so I don't know, but that's also something that kind of changes in book seven because Harry's wand breaks uh-huh. and then he uses kind of a random person's wand, and then there's also how the elder wand works, um, which is uh, interesting. And then, so at by the end of book seven, I was like, oh, maybe the like relationship between a wand and a wizard isn't as important as I thought necessarily. Even though, I mean, in the books it is important, but you know, you even hear Ron like Ron's really disappointed when he loses his wand and has to use another wand, and uh-huh. it just like doesn't feel nat- natural to them. Uh, but that's just I don't know. The relationships to the wand is uh, maybe I would say. Uh, somewhat similar to the animagus i would i would put them on par i i really like that aspect of okay. how the universe works yeah 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 what about you caleb um i like how dark the dementors were <laughs> do you like the dementors? <laughs> i liked i liked how dark the world got with the dementors it got dark and cold they could literally and soulless just like yeah suck your soul out that is some dark shit i gotta ask then was was book three your favorite yes it was my favorite which is a question coming i see (laughs) but yes book three was by far my favorite yeah i think i think my favorite is tied between book three and book six as much as i love book four i think book three and book six kind of get a tie but for very different reasons and three you can get through faster I just I I don't know. I got to say 3 is the best like standalone. Like if I could only read one Harry Potter book without reading the series, I think 3 is the main one I'd want to go back to. Uh, it's kind of like going back to Lost and watching The Constant. I would just go back and read book 3. I think mine would yeah. be book 4. I don't know. I had I mean, it, when people ask me this question, I always say 3, 4 and 6. So literally all the ones that we've mentioned. Um Yeah, yeah. 4 has an epic yeah. ending. 4 just, I don't, well, four I is love, when Voldemort officially comes back. Yeah, yeah, and just four, like the whole Triwizard Tournament thing, like that was, I just yeah. was so intrigued by that. Um, and then book three, book three, really for me what does it in book three, which it might be the same for you, I was literally like the last hundred pages. Like I remember the first time I read mm-hmm. the last hundred or hundred fifty pages of book three, I just like, I sat down just to read just like normal. I was at the and beach. You can't put it down. And I could not, like three hours later, okay. Yeah. Um, it's it's the last hundred pages of book three are, and then book six was really captivating too because you learn so much history, like you learn so much about Voldemort as a kid. Oh, like yeah. that's what I with really the, yeah, liked about the book pensive. six. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. That's which what I'm that about the game right now. 
Yeah. We're going in the pensieve. Which actually, the pensieve is my favorite magical item in the whole world of Harry Potter. I will say, you know, of of many books that I have loved reading, I do I do tell people that Harry Potter was my probably my favorite reading experience because the first time that I did read all the books, when I got to book six and seven, I read those two books in a span of only three days, which I think is like, I don't even know how many pages, that's got to be like what, 16? Well, that obviously wasn't this time around because you're taking like a year to read book seven. I've been taking a really long time with book seven. <laughs> I did read one, book dude. three. I will say, I will say on rereading them, once again, book three and book six, I zoomed through those two. There's something about those two especially. Because I was kind of slow with four as much as I love four. Like four, you kind of, I felt like I read in sections. So like I read yes. up to... First task. Um, like the uh, the World Cup is mm -hmm. like, you know, the first hundred pages. Then they finally get to school. Then, you know, the tri he gets in the Triwizard Tournament, but there's a good while before the Triwizard Tournament uh, actually starts. Then there's the whole ending. So it, it feels kind of more like... I don't know, broken up, yeah. so it's kind of easier to It's an easy to one to, breaks. like, you read up to the first task, then you can, like, take a break. Then you, like, read through the second task, and you take a break. And... Take a break, yeah. But, yeah, rereading, I will say, uh, book three and six, I once again zoomed through. But the first time I read them, book six and seven, I read faster than I've ever read anything. Like, however many pages that is, it's it's got to be, like, I don't know, 1,600-plus pages yeah. that I probably, that I read and three days and i had to work those three days so i like at I target was were you read, wait were you reading at target <laughs> was no i was i was working target with um, all the other <laughs> no i was i was i was working at the saint paul then i didn't, okay. wasn't working at target anymore huh so your current um, job my current job <laughs> um which i came back to a couple years ago uh fun fact um but uh the yeah like i remember and like i it was an emotional experience, like, and I was also starting college, like, the next week or something. So, like, college was about to start. I was working. I just, like, finished book six and seven in a short span of time. It was very emotional. Uh, but it was, like, oh, and Caleb, you showed up drunk to my parents' house when I was reading <laughs> Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> Cool story, bro. I don't know if you remember that. Cool you, story. Uh, you and some of our friends showed up drunk to my parents' house, and I had to house you guys. And you're and just the, trying to friend, read Harry Potter. I, I was just, I was just trying to read Order of the Phoenix, <laughs> and I had to, I had to like babysit my friend, my drunk fr college friends, um, or like right before they started college friends, and uh, and one of our friends dropped an entire gallon of my parents' milk and spilled it all over the kitchen. This is amazing. This is and amazing. I, I had to clean it up, and I didn't have a special spell to clean it up. Well, shit, really where was I? What was I doing? You should have just Wingardium leviosa that milk shit and made it float. Made that dairy like, float. I don't know where you were. You were probably at the beach or something. I <laughs> probably at the beach. That's where she I did spend, I did spend yeah. a lot of time at the beach. <laughs> okay, but Amy mentioned well, her favorite like magical item, and I want to say mine. <laughs> okay, okay, what's your favorite magical item? Um... Either the time turner or the port key. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is it? I actually, but also a special I, shout I, out to the Marauders map just for that meme where uh, I was about to say Marauders map. 
because yes. they I should have noticed that Ron was sleeping with Peter Pe- Pettigrew, a male, for a long <laughs> That's time. That's so true. Yeah. Literally, if the Marauders map were his, true. His, yeah, we have to talk about that. Uh, that is a story story uh, plot hole. The this twins spoiler. had the Marauders Definitely map. A spoiler. They saw, they saw their youngest with... brother <laughs> sleeping with a man named Peter Pettigrew every night <laughs> at Hogwarts, and they never mentioned it to him. They're like, hey, do you have like a boyfriend named Peter Pettigrew that sleeps in the bed with you? That you want to no safer place than Hogwarts. No safer place than I mean, Hogwarts. No, I, no judgment. No so judgment. do we still believe that? Saying. No safer place than Hogwarts? Yeah, no, do that's, you guys still I'm, believe that? I'm saying, saying that sarcastically. Okay. <laughs> because that's one of my, it's not a plot loophole. It's just one of my favorite things I think about, like, the book of oh, the road. Yeah. It's like how Hagrid just constantly insists, oh, there's no safer place than Hogwarts. And even, like, some of the great gods. And kids die at Hogwarts. Yeah, and literally kids stuff. die there. Voldemort was literally a teacher Voldemort there was, the yeah, first Voldemort year. Voldemort was a teacher there the <laughs> first year. And they didn't know. Like, <laughs> there are so many things like that that really make me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Like, when you really think about it, just not in this magical world, and you're like, they keep saying Hogwarts is the safest place, and the most dangerous wizard in all the world (laughs) somehow was able to sneak his way in and be a teacher there the first year. Yeah, Yeah, it's like, and always in the news, the newspapers that they get, it's just like, Hogwarts is going apeshit. It's like, this is the safest place. It's like, then why are we in the newspaper? And yet, the school year starts on time every single year. It's never postponed. (laughs) Okay. Or delayed. They never have to send the kids home early for, like, winter break. There's a giant serpent. There's a giant (laughs) serpent loose in the school. (laughs) Eh, Just keep the classes going. Whatever. No, they do. um... Like, thank God the wizards weren't in charge of the uh, coronavirus. I will say, I was, I was rereading this series during last spring. So, like, when we were, like, really, like, quarantined in our house. And it, it was kind of creepy how many parallels there were with what was going on in real life and what was going on in Order of the Phoenix. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little creepy. Because, you know, in Order of the Phoenix, the Ministry of Magi- Magic gets very, just, like, strict and is putting out all these, like, um... Oh, goodness. What's, what's her name? Well, you have... What's her name? Yeah, P- Professor Umbridge. Yeah. Professor Umbridge is putting out all these orders at the school every every day, oh, yeah. Yeah. basically. And new it was decrees. like... You'd oh, wait, yeah. And then it's like I'd wake up at home and be like, oh, there's a new order or a new mandate from the governor to not yeah. leave your house or to yeah, not... It, or a new curfew or a new... Yeah, curfews, I, yeah. yeah. I, I, curfews I do remember... Because, yeah, last, last summer is when I was probably reading Order of the Phoenix. I remember doing that. I was putting a lot of, like... Put a lot of dots together. Yeah. Of like, oh, it's weird. Well, it's feeling kind of creepy. Yeah. But uh, anyway, well, whatever. 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 <laughs> well, I I do think there is a lot of intentional. Um, uh, I believe uh, J.K. Rowling has said that she kind of, the feeling of all that stuff is basing, um, kind of basing the feeling of World War One to World War Two. So like when Voldemort had come the first time, that's World War One. And uh, World War II, like, a lot of people are like, no, there's not going to be another world war. Oh, Voldemort's not going to return. That's what the ministry and, was uh, saying. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway. It was weird. And another parallel there's, there's that parallels. I really felt was the ministry, how they, like, kept denying Harry's story. You know, that he was like, Voldemort's back, and they just kept denying it and trying to, you know, keep oh, yeah. everyone calm and say Voldemort is not back. This is not true. That reminded me a lot of what was going on last spring and last summer too with the coronavirus because it was like oh, yeah. it felt like the government at sometimes was trying to like 
hide real information possibly and yeah, everyone's kind of freaking out panic. like what do we do and they don't you know mm-hmm. it was weird yeah it'd be nice it <laughs> was a trippy time to be reading harry potter <laughs> it was because you're like oh wow the harry potter people really shouldn't be trusting their government should i be trusting uh-huh. my government probably probably not it seems like they don't trust me it seems like this government doesn't trust harry potter why don't they trust harry potter they should trust harry potter harry potter stinks Harry and also with all the uh, the muggle Rita Skeeter. the muggle racism, the muggle racism. Oh yeah, that's uh, yeah, calling them mudbloods. I, I think mudbloods. there was like a study Mixed that bloods. that said uh, kids that had read the Harry Potter books were were less likely to be um, uh, racially racist. I don't know what's the word racist. racist. I don't know. You know, they're they're more accepting of uh, more tolerant of different sexualities skin colors because our best friends are wizards that aren't living live in a book it's like everyone's got a wand yeah exactly everyone's got a wand Mm -hmm. that's the way to think that's the way to think about it yep everyone's got a wand so and every guy has got two wands make sure you use it (laughs) and it just depends on where you all right i'm taking this away from where (laughs) this is going (laughs) cusick who's your who's your favorite character in the harry potter world um okay uh it's kind of a ooh, okay well obviously you kind of connect the most with harry uh because the story is kind of told mainly from his perspective um like there's you know a lot of them a lot most of the books read semi-mystery-esque and harry's trying to figure it out and you're trying to figure things out with harry yes he's got friends um but as far as like because I don't, you know, friends. you're su- you're supposed to connect to Harry. I don't I don't feel like I can name him my favorite character because a I don't think he is, but b it feels like you're supposed to feel like you're kind of Harry Potter with him. So um, it's a, it's a three way tie, obviously, between Sirius Dumbledore and Hermione for very different reasons. Um, Dumbledore is you know kind of the father god figure. You know he's old and he's not as spry as he used to be but he's still a total badass he's like the most badass with magic um but he's he's very wise and uh i don't know he's like you know, gandalf. he reminds you of he reminds you of gandalf i was oh, i beat you to the it, punch but, but 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 yeah i you at least said it before i did because i was gonna eventually say it he reminds you of gandalf and i fucking love gandalf um so dumbledore is great for having that fatherly but like mysterious and very wise uh figure um Sirius is more like the badass bad boy that used to be um James's best friend Harry's dad's best friend and he's like this cool uncle um and I hope I become a cool uncle he's a god he's a cool godfather well he's a cool godfather but yeah he acts as uh the cool godfather and uh he's he's just a great character and also the fact that he had to live in Azkaban for like a decade and like recover from that yeah, and like he knows some shit. he's he's also yeah he's, he's also like he's shit. like he like i literally wish that book actually did a little bit more investigation into like his ptsd because like book five you kind of mm-hmm. are getting like you get snippets uh you get snippets of like him like going through like ptsd and um because that was some serious he, trauma he was in azkaban yeah. for 10 years for a crime he did not commit you don't come out of that not filled with anger yeah. and rage well, yeah, and being accused of murdering your best friends. That out of you too. Yeah, 
yeah, sucked happiness out of you. You were accused for murdering your best friends and you didn't do it. Now you're released and it's like you want to be helpful. But yeah, you went through a lot of shit. So, um, but then Hermione is maybe my favorite character, partially because it's played by Emma Watson in the movies. And what a babe. But uh, also in the books, like, I actually often found myself not necessarily relating to her because I'm not that intelligent and I'm not that responsible. Um, but I like, I felt like I always got where Hermione was coming from, you know, like, uh, even Ron does some things. I'm just like, what are you doing, Ron? But, uh, Hermione, <laughs> no, no offense, Ron, but you know, he's you're, comedic relief. You're Ron often. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I actually think of the three I just named, I might have to lean towards Hermione, but those three are the first three I think of when it comes to a favorite character. Okay. How about you? How about yourself, Amy? You got a favorite character? I have two. Little Hagrid, maybe. <laughs> hey, I actually do like Hagrid. <laughs> I know, that I was, was gonna like, be. I figured that was gonna be yours. No, well, I, I, I love Hagrid because he's he has such a great relationship with all the animals, but he also loves giant spiders, which I will admit I'm on Ron's team there. I just liked when you got to play as him in the Lego video game because it wasn't always. <laughs> but when we came across like a storyline with him in it, one of us would get to play as Hagrid, mm -hmm. and he started with like this crossbow, and it was cool. And I liked Hagrid. So you like Hagrid from the Lego video game, yeah. not from yeah, the yeah, books. Yeah. But we're not talking about my favorite characters, and that's just the Lego game. You say yours first, Ames. Okay. All right, that's fair. That's a fair answer. I mean, okay, but Amy, you said mine are you definitely you Hermione. Yeah, Hermione and. Uh, Severus Snape. Um, Hermione, I do feel like I related to a lot. I won't, I'm definitely not as intelligent as she is, but just the way that, I mean, a big thing that I feel like J.K. Rowling, a big way she characterizes her is, yeah, just like a good, responsible student. And I had a lot of those qualities back in my school days. So yes. I did feel like and I really you still think you retain those qualities now. <laughs> and well, but J.K. Rowling herself has said that Hermione was the character she put the most of herself in as well. So yeah. you can kind of feel that that it's kind of like her most personal character in the series. Yeah, because I do feel like you get a lot of characterization with Hermione. I mean, she's obviously one of the main characters in the book, but it does feel like I don't know. It feels like you get a full scope of her. Um, yeah, you get more. Uh -huh. You definitely get more of her perspective, I think, than Ron's. Mm -hmm. You get some of Ron's, but Hermione. Well, I mean, being a female author, you know, she's writing for a male's perspective mm -hmm. uh, with Harry. But like, she gives you so much of Hermione's perspective, and she's so good at doing that. And I think channeling, you know, her own femininity and her own experiences into that character really help Hermione shine through as a result. Mm -hmm. But I think, yeah, I think one of my favorite things about Hermione, I mean, I did feel like I was able to relate with her, but I feel like one of my favorite things about her is I, I like her character arc. I like how she um, progresses and grows throughout the books. Like, if you read Hermione in book one to Hermione in book seven, like, I feel like Hermione in book one, of course, she's all about school and she's taking all these classes and, like, doing as well as she can, and that's really her thing. Like, it's like Hermione has bushy hair, big teeth, and she cares about school. And then if you pick yep. up book seven, she doesn't even go to Hogwarts for her last for her last year. You know, yeah, she like romps true. around with Harry and looking for the Horcruxes and like just everything that happens from book one to that point in book seven. I just I really liked. I thought it was really cool and really yeah, and, and really inspiring. I will also to 
uh, rebound on that point. I, I can't do specific examples, but I do feel like, I'm pretty sure, book one to six, you see Hermione slowly more and more willing to, like, break rules. Yes. Like, the school rules, because she's very anti, like, she's we've got to follow follower. rules. Yep. She's a rule follower, and she, you know, and inevitably, in almost all hero journeys, the hero has to kind of break the rules. Yeah. Because if you stay within the confines of the box, you got to think outside of the box, mm-hmm. you know? So uh, you got you to gotta break the rules. Yeah. Um, I do and think yeah, Hermione... I think you see her become a little... Well, by Order of the Phoenix, I mean, it's like she wants to be... Because she's like, fuck Umbridge. She's like, the ministry is problematic. They're taking over. We should just full on, like, do a club where we actually learn uh, defense. Yeah, I mean, she starts doing a club behind everyone... Or behind the... Behind people's back. She sneaks into the ministry. I mean, you know, things that if you'd only read book one, you'd be like, that doesn't sound like Hermione. And I just... I love that. I love that transformation. so you say you relate to Hermione, which uh, I, I relate a little to Hermione, but I actually relate a lot, I feel, I relate a lot to Snape. So mm-hmm. what do you love so much about Snape? Snape's complicated. Because I love Snape. He is complicated. Which I and love. I... <laughs> like, that's what I like about his character, is, like, there are times where you're reading it, and, you know, after having read it all the way, like, rereading, so you know his backstory, you know the ending and all that. And even still mm-hmm. rereading it, there are times where you're like, man, he's just a jerk. And then there are times where you, like, really, really love him and it's just complicated. And I I, I think it's very, I don't know, it's really um, unique and special to be able to, like, create a character that way. So I like the complications with Snape. Yeah, he's a bit of a, a hopeless romantic bit. Um... He's very pale. Very pale. <laughs> uh, played by an incredible actor who died last year or two years ago. When did I think he die? two years ago. That or was maybe sad. it was twenty twenty. Anyway, I don't know. I think it was two thousand nineteen. Actually, I think it was two years ago. But, um, but yeah, no, Snape is yeah very complicated, and yeah, I love his story. But yeah, I I, I actually I sometimes relate to Snape. I'm like, yeah, I, I get you, dude. Not completely. I've never joined Lord Voldemort, and, you know. He just, yeah, he's got a complicated past, and it's just really, really intriguing and really enthralling, and every time I read and reread the series, like, I just am still so enthralled with Snape and his story and where he's at. So what do you think about the difference between um, the movies and the books, though? Because, actually, well, I haven't finished book seven this third time and I haven't watched the movies in a while, but if I remember correctly, they kind of simplify Snape's story um, and make Snape. Oh, I remember what it is when Snape, when they show like a flashback of like Snape talking to Voldemort, I think he's just like, don't hurt any of them. He's like trying to protect everyone. And then, then in the books, it's like clearly that he's just trying to protect Lily Mm -hmm. and her baby. Mm -hmm. He doesn't give a fuck about James or any of his friends. Um, I can't remember all the other differences uh, off the top of my head, but I don't know. Did any of those like differences bother you? Because he is, I would argue, more complicated in the books than he is in the so movies. He was even in love he's still with Harry's very mom. complicated. Is yeah, he was right? in love with Harry's mom. Mm-hmm. They they were he's childhood got that little friends. Little finger complex. A <laughs> little bit, a little yeah. bit of a little finger, yeah. Catelyn Stark. <laughs> yes, Caleb. Who are your favorite characters? You mentioned Hagrid. Is that it? Was that? Um, 
he was he's always a good he was a happy go lucky character. I liked Hagrid. Yeah. I also know I think what about reading Voldemort? through the books um, was Sirius was my favorite character, and I think it's kind of because he came in as like with a, a character with a complicated past. He like entered complicated, and I think I kind of like that because I do agree with Snape, even though I didn't finish the seventh book, but I know his story arc from the movies. But um, yeah, there weren't a whole lot of complicated characters in the world of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Like I do think back to what you were saying about Hermione she's like I think one of the main characters that you see the most dynamic growth from like the start to the finish but I feel like Harry Potter and Ron mm-hmm. other than their age <laughs> and they have no more spells now like essentially they're still kind of Ron finally a lot of figured out how to talk to women yeah I'm a not gonna give bit. him credit for that <laughs> that's <laughs> not gonna bit. that's the only growth he made in he, seven years he, be, he becomes a little bit more self-aware I think he becomes like slightly more mannerly at the table by well the way. they all they <laughs> all seemed table. they all seemed pretty black and white when Sirius was introduced <laughs> I didn't know what this character was gonna be and I was really intrigued by him and then uh, you know he just he was kind of like he was cut away in his prime in the books so that also and made me Lego, feel nostalgia about him in the lego harry potter movie you want to know how serious goes it's even more violent <laughs> it's even more violent <laughs> really he he does get he gets hit with a spell and he falls back through the veil but just his top half of his lego body falls back through his the lego veil. legs stick on the ground so his lego it's legs are still just there like on the darth ground maul. so yeah he like darth maul and then he comes back out of the <laughs> he floats out from the veil and picks his legs up and then like falls and then back goes down. back in the veil <laughs> and that is the lego game uh, dude those <laughs> that lego, is lego those... harry potter don't Those you want to join Lego in? Those Lego games. Those Lego games are great, yes. man. Also, uh, I loved in the Lego game when uh, at the end of the Triwizard Tournament, when Harry and Cedric, or when he like they touch the port key to go back, and then like Cedric dies, <laughs> like as they're like uh-huh. port keying back. In the Lego game, Harry just transports back with his head in his hands, <laughs> like the Lego <laughs> Cedric Diggory's head. His body didn't make it through the port key. <laughs> And I was like, that, that is so much more violent than anything <laughs> Man, in the books or the show <laughs> or the movies. If that, had, if that had actually happened in the movie, I would at least give Goblet of Fire that. <laughs> yeah, right. just like, wow, wow, they really went with a. Like, Harry's like, what happened? Did I pee myself? And he looks down, and Cedric's head is just bleeding out on his lap. <laughs> and, so, and he's like, Cedric's is still like twitching and blinking at him. <laughs> <laughs> so all this to say if you have read the the books or seen the movies the Lego Harry Potter game it's just funny with things like that because it's just it's just funny yeah it's, it's funny. good it's comic good, relief it's good co- yeah. yeah but no, if you no, really think Lego, about Lego it it's pretty do fucked great up job it is it is I do remember yeah. I feel like a big thing with book four and a big thing that like I always heard about is like so Harry Potter like the way it's written I mean I'm sh- I think it's you know written for like a middle school age audience yeah just like you know the vocabulary and structure and things like that so the fact that which it gets it gets slightly more advanced i actually had to look up a word and i can't even remember what it was last time i was reading harry potter was it patronus because that's not no, a real it wasn't word patronus. <laughs> it, no no it was a real word I'm just but kidding. um and i think it was a word that hermione used and i i think i had to look it up but i just i feel like a big thing with these books was in book four with cedric dying and I feel like that kind of spurred some controversy of like, oh, should kids this age be reading something like that? Like that's too violent. Definitely or started that's to make it dark. more PG thirteen than PG. Yeah. yeah. It's like a child dying, you know. 
Well, I mean, like I said, this being the most like millennial rambling we've had so far, because I, I, I do think the books are meant for middle school, but I mean, like, I think she wrote these books knowing, well, she, she never knew how big they were going to get, but the concept that you grow up with Harry Potter and like, that's what you did, Amy. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last book came out when you were in what, 10th grade? I mean, they're a decade long. Yeah. Like from 97 to 2007. Mm-hmm. Is when the last like book that, came so out? Like, that's, that's Yeah, it was in 10th grade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I mean, you were a little bit younger, but you basically like grew up alongside with Harry and the gang. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how a lot of my friends did, even though I, I just read all the books that one summer. But I, I feel like book seven is definitely more advanced than book one, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I would agree with you there. I just remember that kind of being like a controversial thing on top of like the witchcraft stuff that some people wanted to focus oh, yeah. on. But I feel like another thing a was kid like, died. you shouldn't let your kid read that because a kid dies in it. Well, welcome to real life. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We medicate the kids. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Yeah, Amy, okay. give us, give us, you got I mean, I've got, got more two questions. more things I want to talk about, and I feel like okay. one of them... Make these a speed round. Okay, it is a speed round. One of them I feel like we have to say, what house would you be in? Oh, you shit. Do, you, this can't be If you're going to talk Harry Potter, if you're going to talk, if you're going to talk Harry Potter, you have to, you have to talk about it. Um... I would like to say Ravenclaw, but I feel like more realistically, I'm probably evil and belong in Slytherin, but that's okay. So you want to say Ravenclaw, but you think Slytherin. Probably Slytherin. Yeah. I think the hat, the hat would say Slytherin. I'm saying Ravenclaw, but the sorting hat would be like this little bastard. (laughs) Slytherin. His ambition is out the roof. What about you? Uh, I don't know. know. What is the last one on Hufflepuff? Hufflepuff? Uh, It's fair. It should be fair. (laughs) That was, that was autocorrect. Um, I I kind of don't want this, but I feel like I would probably be Gryffindor. <laughs> yeah, you would for sure. <laughs> Damn, it. Damn it! See, Why I don't want that. points for Gryffindor. Why don't you want it? I don't know. I'd rather be a Death Eater because they get cool tats. Well, you can be a Death Eater and after still be you Gryffindor. Finish high school. Yeah. yeah. But Hermione didn't Peter finish Pettigrew? high school. I can drop out. Right? Peter Peter motherfucking Pettigrew was a Gryffindor, and he. Ron's boyfriend. He was the dirtiest of so, them all. You know, oh, he's so, so dirty. So yeah, Just ask Ron. if you want to be, if you want to be my Peter Pettigrew, stab me in the back. E two Brute. <laughs> Wait, so who was doing the stabbing? Peter Pettigrew or Ron, from the back? Stop. Oh, I said I said E two Brute, like Caesar and Brutus, um, from Greek. Good job. What do you Roman Latin? history or whatever? <laughs> um, you are in Ravenclaw. I don't actually idiot. speak. <laughs> 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 I don't or speak wait, Latin. was that cunning of you, Slytherin? I mean, I mean, carpe diem every day, but I don't know. I don't know Latin. Hashtag I don't know Latin diem. beyond that. I carpe think diem. I would be in Hufflepuff, which I don't really want that either. But let's form our own house. <laughs> I, I, I know Ravenclaw is <laughs> what I would want, actually. I would take probably yeah Ravenclaw or Slytherin or my own house, which I would call. Uh, Raven Wren. Raven Wren. No. Now it'd be my Patronus. Yes, yes. So this is yes. This is the last thing I want to talk about. <laughs> okay, Patronus. What would your Patronus be? Is it whether we think it would be or what do we want it to be, or is that both? I guess I thought they'd be the answer. same thing. 
Okay, I did. This was the only question I thought about earlier when I saw the list <laughs> because I wanted to have a good answer for it. And I would say a manta ray. And I don't know if that's more want or actually would be, but that's dope. dude. I can I can that would see be that. the coolest Patronus too, just like flying one, at you to yeah. like, it's like a ghost. dispel the uh, Dementor. Yeah. I was like that manta ray. That's that's cool. a pretty that's a pretty good answer, and I actually think that that works for you because at least I know that like the first thing you ever wanted to be other than like a basketball player was a marine biologist. Yeah. So I say manatee works. Not manatee. <laughs> manta ray. Or not, not manatee. Sorry, manta wow, ray. Wow, completely different. I do have a manta ray tattoo as well. So I do not yeah, have a manatee ray. tattoo. <laughs> manatee. But you can, but you can and, ride well, both in Abzu. Just because, just because I said that, I'm gonna say mine is gonna be a manatee. <laughs> that would be the most hilarious uh, Patronus coming out. That would be a hilarious. Like a walrus. The old sea cow. The old sea cow. I don't know. I like the first two that I thought would be cool would either be like a fox or like a golden Ooh. eagle. Fox. Ooh, I like um, fox. Is that from yeah, uh, your Super Smash Brothers days? Well, I did, uh, with the OG Super Smash, I did play as Fox McCloud. My dog looks like a fox. Um, you know, it's it's typically a compliment when someone's like, ooh, you're foxy. Um, and do people say that then, to you? Um, no one, uh, maybe in, when I'm asleep. So you're just saying say you want to be a fox asleep. because of a compliment that's just out there. <laughs> no one specifically says it to you. <laughs> No one, no, no one ever says it to me. But, Just because you know, it's a I, think, I mean, I mean, Snape's Patronus changed. You know, maybe I can change mine if I just feel like people call me Foxy all the time. Okay. Um, well, but I, I but yeah, I also, I also thought Golden Eagle because um, the first, as far as, far as your um, uh, manta ray, first thing I ever wanted to be was an ornithologist, which is someone that oh, studies yeah. birds. I was really into birds. We know it. Um, and the golden eagle. No. Golden eagle is like probably my favorite bird of prey. So one of those two, okay. I guess, fox or golden eagle. One of the two. Cool. Well. How about yourself? When I first originally made notes on this question, the first thing that came to mind that I literally wrote is said dolphin or some sort of water animal. So it's interesting that we all have brought up something in the water. It's you said manta ray. I think, I think you'd be more of an orca than a dolphin. What are you trying to say? Did you say you would be a dolphin? I'm saying you're a killer whale. I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying you're you're like a free willy. Yes, but just because I love the water so much, I just thought some sort of water animal. But I think manta ray is the coolest water animal, so that that's a great one. But the more I've sat with it, I've thought like a luna moth. Ooh. Oh, or like you can't take your that. Your Patronus could be I like a bunch of Luna Moths. Yeah. Like a flock of yeah. Or what do they call a bunch Ooh, of Luna Moths? Cool. I know yeah. it doesn't really yeah. what exist are the, in nature. What are, the, um, what are the blue butterflies that like every year show up on those trees? Um, they're blue and the black. Season? Maybe they're blue and black. They're mostly blue, really beautiful <laughs> butterflies. And it's I don't like think once we a try. year they. I don't know, cute. Uh, I, yeah. Shit. We'll save right. that for a Planet right. Earth episode, which is coming <laughs> up next. Yeah, we just talk about the things we like about Planet Earth. We, let's go through our favorite storyline on Planet Earth. But guys, this is good. We've got a manta ray, we've got a fox, well, well, and we've it, got a gathering of luna, luna moths. Gathering. Luna wow, moth, what a great or, word. Or just like a silk, any silk moth. Is it specifically luna moth or a silk moth? Specifically luna. luna. 
Okay, you had to. I would I also did. maybe you want a dragon, you but that would be that would be B. Also, Manta Ray. Also, a little shout out to right. Luna Lovegood. <laughs> She's actually the best character in the books, but oh yeah, we haven't mentioned Luna. I know, but we got to wrap this up. So maybe we'll just do a whole we episode do. on Luna at some oh, point. Oh, but I before we wrap up, I I do have to give one shout out to. I literally watched this like three winners in a row. Wizard People Dear Reader. I said I was going to mention it. Oh, yeah. Wizard People Dear Reader. Yeah. If you go on YouTube and look up Wizard People Dear Reader, there's a dude that like got drunk and re-narrated the first Harry Potter film, and I love it. I love it so much. Brad Neely, that's his name. I wonder if he also he dropped a gallon of milk like... on this floor that night. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> so, sorry. That was bad. That was bad. <laughs> uh, no, no. All right. No, no. Uh, but yeah. Anything else, Amy? I was just gonna tell I mean, people to check I, that out. If you like, if you like Harry Potter, watch Wizard People, dear reader. I think you'll get a kick out of it. Also, be on the lookout for that Luna Lovegood episode because I am upset that she was not mentioned up until this point. But she is best character in the Harry Potter world, and I don't even need we to love explain. You, Luna. Also, I think I'm gonna write my own Harry Potter spinoff book. Just Larry came up Spotter. with the idea right now. No, not Larry Spotter. <laughs> that has already been made. What about Harry Twatter? <laughs> okay. Where it's about everyone having wands. Okay, can you just take us out? <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't talk about J.K. Rowling. She's actually in uh, some hot water, but I kind of agree with her, so I'm not going to get into it because I don't want to get a finger right. wagged at me. Well, there we was love those you, cliff people. Notes on the- <laughs> The opinion. We don't want to talk about we don't want to talk about the weird cultural political issues that J.K. Rowling's having. Let's just say that we love you, no matter if you're a Harry Potter lover or not, whether you identify as the sex you were born <laughs> as or not. That's like a big like, jump. Just, just like, just like and everything in Rowling. between. And everything in between. We love you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Yeah. Farewell. Expect open trail. <laughs> May the odds be ever in your favor. Is that Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>